Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Jesus is a
Hello, everyone. This is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. And this is Kingdom Kids Spiritual and Body Series. Today, we are having a brand new topic, and it is how do you offer thanksgiving to God? How do we offer glory, celebration, and all the praises to God? who created us and who redeemed us and who has been blessing us and keeping us to date. How do we return back Thanksgiving? Hallelujah. I hope you are blessed. And we are just going to go round in because we have a lot to cover. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise today. We thank you. We are here. We thank you for everything. We bless you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, we are in a period where we know that God is good. And we've seen that we should always give thanks for everything to God, for his blessing. And it should be one of the most distinctive marks of us as a believer. We must not allow a spirit of ingratitude to fill our heart and harden it and chill our relationship with God and with others. Nothing turns us into bitter, selfish, and dissatisfied people more quickly than us an ungrateful heart, and nothing will do more to restore contentment and joy of salvation than our true spirit of thankfulness. You know, we, 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 uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we know uh, there is uh, ingratitude, ingratitude is a sin, right? Ingratitude is a sin when we look at it from the point, right? You know the story of uh, the ten lepers in the book of Luke chapter 17? They approached Jesus outside the village and they pleaded with him to heal them. In an instant, he restored them all to a perfect have, but only one came back and to appreciate him and thank him. The rest nine left without a word of thank. That is, they never came back. So they occupied themselves with themselves and uh, they, they didn't return back. Today, too, we have uh, uh, ingratitude and uh, lack of appreciation everywhere. Even our children forget to thank their parents for all that they do. So we we take for granted the way that others have helped us. And above all, we fail to thank God for his blessings. You know, ingratitude, as I said before, is a sin. Just as surely is lying or staining or immorality 
or any other sin condemned by the Bible. You know, we see that in, in the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 21. When, when you in fact, when you start reading from there, you will see that an ungrateful heart is a heart that is cold towards God and indifferent to his mercy and love. It is a heart that has forgotten how dependent we are on God for everything. For everything. Now, from one end of the Bible to the other, we, are, we, we will see that there are so many verses related to thanksgiving. In fact, thankfulness is a natural overflowing of a heart that is attuned to God. Now, let's see some of the verses. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see some of the verses. For example, when you go to uh, when you go to uh, Le- Leviticus chapter seven, from verse eleven, you will see that. And I read, it said, "This is the law of the sacrifice of peace offering, which he shall offer to the Lord. If he offer it for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with." Sacrifice for thanksgiving, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, unleavened wafers anointed with oil, cakes of blended flour mixed with oil. Verse 13. Beside the cakes as his offering, he shall offer living bread with the sacrifice of thanksgiving of his peace offering. And from it, he shall offer one cake from each offering. As a leaf, as a heave offering to the Lord, it shall belong to the priest who sprinkles the blood of the peace offering. And and you you see that uh, the sacrifice of thanksgiving was a public proclamation of who God is and what He does. Hallelujah. And the same way, when you go to uh, um, Leviticus chapter 22, verse 29, it says, And when you, you will offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving unto the Lord, offer it at your own will. <coughs> at your own will. Now, just a couple of more. And Nehemiah also has a verse, and he says that, Moreover, the Levites, Joshua, Benun, Kadmir, and so on, was which was over the thanksgiving, he and his brethren. And in Nehemiah chapter 12, verse 27, it says, And at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites out of all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to keep the dedication with gladness, both with thanksgiving and with singing, with cymbals, sotries, and with harps. Okay. And now let's take some from uh, the book of uh, Psalms, 
Psalm 26, verse 7, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. And tell of all thy wondrous works. Verse tw- uh, chapter 28, verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me, and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. Wow. Now, more. And uh, uh, Psalm 50, verse 14. He said, Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vow unto the most high. I will praise the name, verse to earth. Uh, chapter 69, verse 30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song, and will magnify him with thanksgiving. I will praise the name of God with song, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Uh, um, uh, chapter 95, verse 2, he said, Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise Unto him with psalms. And. Uh, and. Uh, Psalm 100. Okay. Psalm 100. Verse 4 says. It says. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving. And into his court with praise. Be thankful to him. And bless his name. We have some Psalm one one six verse seven, and uh, let me leave some now. So many, and uh, let's say Isaiah fifty one verse three. Isaiah fifty one verse three. You say, for the Lord shall comfort Zion; He will comfort all her waste places, and He will make her wilderness like Eden, and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. That is joy and gladness shall be found therein, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Amen. Now, Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 19, it says, Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. So, out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. And the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. Hallelujah. Meaning, if we proceed out of our heart, thanksgiving, there is a fruit that comes. There will be multiplication. And we will not remain the same. Hallelujah. Um. Uh, Amos chapter 4 verse 5 says, he said, and offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving with living and proclaim and publish the free offerings. For this lacketh you, all you children of Israel, said the Lord God. Hmm. And even in the book of Jonah chapter 2 verse 9 says, he said, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will say that that I have vowed salvation is of the Lord. See that that is that is uh, Jonah 
Jonah himself said us. How about the book of New Testament? Book of New Testament. Now in this in in um in Second Corinthians it says Second Corinthians chapter four verse fifteen says it says for all things are for your sake that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. And uh, uh, in the same book, chapter 9, verse 11 says, Be enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causeth through us thanksgiving to God. Thanksgiving to God. It's, uh, um, verse uh, 12 says, for the administration of this service not only supply the want of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgiving unto God. Hallelujah. Now, the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6 says, It said, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. As precious. Now Colossians two verse seven, it says, "Root up and built up in him, established in the faith, and ye have been taught, abandoning therein with thanksgiving, and so on and so forth." Because of time, I won't be able to cover them. So you will see from <clears throat> from the from everywhere in the Bible, we can see scriptures relating to this area where we need to appreciate God for all that he has done, he will continue to do for us. Okay? So we've seen that uh, from one end to the other, there are scriptures that pertain to this. So someone might say, why should we be thankful? Because God has blessed us, because we should be thankful for his blessing. For example, we need to thank God for the material blessing that he has, he has given to us. You know, we seem not to be satisfied with what we have, whether we are rich, whether we are poor, whether we are sick, whether we are feeling fine. But what a difference does it make when we realize that everything we have has been given to us by God? You know, in the first book of Chronicles, Chapter 29, from verse 12 to 14, David said, Wealth and honor come from you, and we are giving you back all that we have, you have given to us. And now we give you thanks and praise your glorious name for all that you have given to us. Everything comes from you. Everything comes from him. Now Paul declared in the in in we just ra- uh, read some of them in the in the in the, in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the scriptures, especially in uh, in uh, Philippians. When we go to Philippians. <clears throat> you will see 
that uh, in first in in the in, in Philippians chapter four, let's read from verse twelve. He said, uh, he said, let me start from eleven. He said, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Yes, to be content. Verse twelve says, he said, I know. That is now trying to explain what he's trying to say. Because there is a, a colon there. He said, I know how to be a base. And, and I know how to abound. Meaning when I have or I don't have, I know how to be able to be content. Everywhere I know things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. Hallelujah. So a spirit of thankfulness makes all the difference in us. Sometimes we often get into the area where we always occupy our mind with what we don't have. We are always looking out for what we don't have. And we forget just quickly what we have. But we have to thank God for all that we have. Another area we need to thank God for is thanking God for the people in our lives. It's so easy to take people for granted, even to complain and become angry because they do not meet our every need. But we need to give thanks for those around us. For example, our wives, our husbands, our children, our brothers, our sisters, our relatives, our friends, our workmates, our colleagues, our employers, our employees, and so on and so forth, especially those who are angry with us. We need to thank God for them. Now, we need to thank God in the midst of trials and persecution that we are going through. That is, in, in the midst of our affliction, in the midst of our trials, in the midst of persecution, we find ourselves we do not need to draw back from those difficult situations. And we know that not... We will all go through one of them one day. There is no uh, uh, immunity away from trials. There is no immunity away from persecution. There is no immunity away from affliction. If we are so obedient, we will still be trying to see where we stand. So it, 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 it in fact, when you go to many other places, you will see that there are more trials. Some people are tried because of their religion, because of the, the, the word of God. They are standing to. They are persecuted. And yet, in the midst of those trials, we still need to thank God because we know that 
he has promised to be with us and that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. We know that he can use times of suffering to draw us closer to himself. And we need to consider it pure joy whenever we face trials of many kinds because we know that the testing of our faith will develop perseverance. James chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. You know, of course, you know the story of uh, the uh, um, uh, the prophet Daniel, how they plotted to kill him in uh, Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. But he kept on giving thanks in all things because that is the will of God. Now, First Thessalonians chapter five says that you will give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's way for you in Christ Jesus. And Paul said you you will even be able to thank God in the midst of pain and distress, because you are privileged to share the lot of those who are living in the light. God has given us the greatest gift of of all his son who died on the cross and rose again so that we can now we can now know that we have a right standing with him so we we have a place we have a hope and we know we have eternity already reserved for us and we can spend a night, a, a eternity with him in heaven. So we need to give thanks for that. That is a, a, a great achievement than material wealth, than the things of this world. The greatest gift of all. Hallelujah. You know, last time we talked about several gifts. Okay. Now, thank God especially for his salvation in Jesus Christ. God has given us the greatest gift of all. His son who died on the cross and rose again so that we can know him personally and spend eternity with him in heaven. You know, of course, this quote from Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15. He said, thank God to God for his indescribable gift. Indescribable gift. The Bible tells us that we are separated from God because we have sinned. But God loves us. and He loves you, my brother, my sister, and he also loves me. And he wants us to be part of his family forever. He loves us so much that he sent his only son unto the world to die as a perfect sacrifice for our sins. All we need to do is reach out in faith and accept Christ as our Savior and Lord. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 
Now, my dear brother, my dear sister, have you opened your heart to Jesus Christ? If not, let's turn to him with a simple prayer of repentance that is turning away for all our ways and put our faith and thank him for what he has done for you. And if you do know Christ, how long has it been since you thank God for your salvation? We should not let a day go by without us thanking God for his mercy and his grace to us in Jesus Christ. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be adored. Now we need to thank God for his continuous presence and power in our life. We need to thank God for his continuous presence and power in our life. When we come to Christ, it is not the end, but the beginning of a whole new life. He is with us, and he wants to help us follow him and his word. In ourselves, we do not have the strength that we need to live the way God wants us to live. But when we turn to him, we discover that it is God who works in us to will and to act according to his good purpose. You know, in uh, Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, let's see. He said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Surely, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. (coughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. In many countries, a special day is set aside each year for Thanksgiving. But for the Christian, every day can be a day of Thanksgiving as we are always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. A special day is set aside. But for us as a Christian, every day, and every moment, we have it. Uh, we, we we can be is a, a, is a, a time for thanksgiving. A, a time for what thanksgiving? And it boils down to the uh, to how much we need God. How much do we need God? That is. How long, how much do we know him? How much do we understand what he has done for us? That is appreciating for everything. Like I am talking now, it's by his strength. By my sitting down, it's by his strength. By my walking, it's by his strength. By my breath, it is him. Every little thing, standing up, walking, getting up, swallowing, uh, spitting, 
doing all sorts of things that we, we think that is small, we need to appreciate him for all these things and give thanks to the Lord for he is good. We should express our thanks to God and others. Now, what are the ways, practical ways, by which we can offer our thanksgiving to God? What are the practical ways? Number one, we need to spend time with him. Spend time with him. When we spend time with him, we show, really, yeah, we, we, we appreciate you. Not just any time. Quality time. Reserving our heart for him every time. Spend quality time with not the time that we are tired, not the time we don't need, but quality time with him. A special time. Realizing that he is the author and finisher of our faith. Realizing that he is number one. Spend quality time with him. How about when we forgive others? Number two, when we forgive others. Forgiveness is not an option. It, it is something that is imperative for our continuous connection with him. He said, if we don't forgive, he will also not forgive. And of course, you know, in the book of Mark chapter 11, he linked forgiveness with faith. You know, after he, he, he spoke of the fig tree that dried up, then he began to talk about forgiveness. If he, moved, he moved from faith. He said, if you have a faith, and you, you, you can say, you, 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 you can do all things. Okay? He, he he linked faith to forgiveness. That's to tell us how important it is when we come in the area of forgiveness. There will be offense. Offense will come. It's not a question of whether there will not be offense. He 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 uh, in in the book of Mark chapter eleven, he said, "Whatever you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have it." And then he moved from there to verse twenty-five and began to talk about forgiveness. And whenever you stand, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you. Your trespasses. Verse 26 says, He said, But if you do not forgive, neither 
will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses? So he is connected forgiveness to this act of faith and uh, believing. Okay? So there will be offense. Offense will come. You will be offended by your pastor, by your deacons, by uh, your wife or your husband, your brother, your relatives, by the people you just like, wow, you did that? Or why? I, I can't believe it. It will come. But we have to quickly refuse to be offended. So intentionally put it in your heart that I will not be offended. So actively resist offense. And actively resist being offended and forgive. Forgiveness is one of the qualities of our Christian character. You you had me just said he said if we if we if we don't forgive, he equally will not forgive us. Although forgiveness has been shared abroad to everyone when he died on the cross. He has forgiven us. That's why he died on the cross. He's forgiving. He's not going to say, okay, I'm going to forgive you tomorrow. He's already forgiving everybody, you and I. But if we don't forgive, we are not partaking of the food that he has been given to us. And we are the one holding ourselves bound. No one is banning us. We bind ourselves. Because when we don't forgive, we hold that person and the person can't move. Okay? So when you serve in the church, it's another area where we show how to offer thanks to God when we are serving in several areas. You might be uh, asked to serve. It's good. God's anoint those who serve in the church. God's anoint those who serve in the ministries. God's anoint those who are working in different careers, in different uh, businesses, in different offices. It might not be a ministry. It might be just be uh, in whatever role you are playing. You are serving. It might be uh, 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 somebody collecting uh, uh, um, uh, going on the street, collecting uh, uh, the garbage dunks, collecting trash. Whatever we are doing, we should do it in love. And we are serving him in whatever area. It's our calling in whatever area. We see the doctors, it's a calling. See the nurses, it's a calling. We see the politicians, it's a calling, and so on and so forth. So we should serve in his church. And when we know when we are serving, we are serving the master. We serve with all our heart, with all our mind. We are not serving man. We are not serving 
any other person, but we are serving the master Jesus when we serve. Hallelujah. Then number four, uh, again, number one was spend time with him. Number two, when we forgive others. Number three is when we serve in his church. And number four, when we share his plan of salvation. You know, he has told us to go and spread this good news. So first and foremost, we need to repent on from all our ways and turn away from our wicked ways and begin to live right for God. Because he, he hunger for our righteousness. And we should be able to share this plan of salvation with others. What God is doing in our lives and what his plans to do for others as well. Sharing. Christianity is about sharing his plan. Sharing his goodness. Sharing the, uh, uh, the miracles, the testimony with others. Hallelujah. And by then we begin to overcome every plan of the enemy. You know, we overcome him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. And they did not love love their lives to death. Number five, when we reach out to healthy people, people that are uh, hurting, people that are uh, in hunger, like many of you are doing, it's a blessing. Can I read this one? Verse uh, uh, the book of Matthew, chapter twenty-five. I always love this. Okay, let me read from thirty-one. I think I have about nineteen minutes more. He said, "When the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with Him, He will sit on His throne in heavenly glory." Verse thirty-two. All the nations will be gathered before Him. And he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goat. Verse 33. He will put the sheep on his right and the goat on his left. Verse 34. Then the king will say to those on the right, Come, you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Verse 35, it said, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Verse 36, I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was, a, I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Verse 37, then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? Verse 38. When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? Verse 39. 
When did we see you sick or in prison and go, and go to visit you? Verse 40. The king will reply, I tell you the truth. Whatever you do, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. Hallelujah. Isn't that an interesting reading? So we have to reach out to those who are hurting, those who are in pain, those who are mistreated, those who are uh, suffering. Because we equally suffer. We equally are in different situations. You know, there will be a, suf- a suffering that comes <coughs> from following him, excuse me. It will come. Hallelujah. Then number six, he said, when you give God the best of your of your things, best of all our life, the best, the best of our heart, the best of our time, the best of our life, when we give all this to him, the things we have, Number seven, when we praise him enthusiastically from the heart. That is from the heart. You can see that this guy is actually praising. You can see that he's not looking at the things he does not have. You can see that he's actually praising God from the heart. Let me quickly read this. Psalm Psalm 34. Now we see the heart of a man who likes to praise God. Now this is a psalm of David. Okay? It's a psalm of David. And uh, I'm going to read from verse 1. He said, I will will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. At all times. He say, I will praise, I will bless the Lord at all times, whether good times, whether bad times, whether sad times, whether joyful times, at all times. Whether I have food on the table, I don't have food on the table, whether I have money in my pocket, I don't have money in my pocket, whether I have money in my account, whether I don't have money in my bank account, whether I have job, whether I don't have a job. Whether I'm in need, whether I don't have anything, simply say, at all times, I will bless the Lord at all times. With what? He said, by his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in this situation. Thank you, God. Thank you for all. Thank you for this situation. Thank you in this situation. Just just make it a, a habit. Of continually giving praise to Him. Verse two says, "My soul shall make it boast in the law; the humble shall hear of it and be glad." 
the humble shall hear of it and be glad. One of the things we need to realize is that pride often preclude us and eliminate us from appreciating him. When we are so pride, prideful, we are in that area, we, we, we've easily forgot all the things that the Lord has done for us. He said, my soul shall make it boast. You boast in the Lord. And the humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Verse 4, he said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. You see, a heart of giving praise to God will be secluded from where? Fear. Verse 5 says, He said, They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. The poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved, and saved him out of all his trouble. Verse 7 says, He said, The angel of the Lord encamped all around those who fear him and delivers them. And what? Delivers them. And delivers them. I about this number, verse 8. He said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, number, verse 9 says, Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There's no one to those who fear him. Verse 10. The young lion lacks and suffers hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good. Thing. Those who seek the law shall not lack any good thing. So when we begin to seek him, we will not be in lack. When, when all that we do, we are seeking him, we will not be in lack. So there are so many, you can finish up with, the, uh, with that chapter. Okay? So when we praise him, enthusiastically from our hearts. And again, number nine of how we can show how we offer thanksgiving to God is to reveal in his joy by keeping him in the center of our heart. That is no one else occupy our heart than him being in our heart all the time. <coughs> Excuse me. That is him occupying our heart all the time, in good times or in bad times. Him being in the center of our heart. No one else will be able to occupy this space. Offense will not occupy this space. Unforgiveness will not occupy this space. Lack and defeat will not occupy this space. <coughs> Excuse me. He will be in the center of our heart. Your heart matters. Okay? Now, number nine, presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice. You know, I've talked about this in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It said, Beseech you, brethren, 
beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of, of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect way of God. Presenting our bodies to him. He, he appreciates that. Living a life of appreciation to God. Hmm? It's wonderful. So we believers are to offer our body as a spiritual sacrifice, which includes our praise, our possession, and even our lives. And you know, some of us give our lives for this work of the ministry, presenting ourselves to him. And all of these show our gratitude to God because they are focused on someone else and not on ourselves. When we are not selfish, when we are putting others first, then we offer gratitude to God because they are not focused on ourselves, but they are focused on Him. Yes, they are not focused on ourselves, but they are focused on him. And God is greatly praised and therefore thanked when we follow him, when we take up what he is he, doing. So and as a Christian, this is a spirit of us. It's a mark of our uh, giving Christians. It's a mark of our giving Christians. It's also a mark of our glowing Christians. If we are thankful to God, then we will be glowing. We will not constantly be critical, uh, complaining, pessimistic, but internally thankful through the difficult times, whether good times or bad times, they will not the, the thanksgiving will not stop. And difficult times will come, they will just come and pass. It will not break us. And nothing will be able to take away the love of God that He has for us. Nothing will be able to take away that love that he has given unto us. You know what Paul said in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8? He said, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not in abandon, struck down, but not destroyed. 
for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an internal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. So whatever we are uh, 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 going through now is a momentary trouble, which will be at will by the glory that shall come. So one of the things we need to do is begin to teach our children this art of thanksgiving and let them begin to grow now into let them begin to uh, grow into it because a mark of a Christian is a growing is a, I mean giving thanks is is an art that we are growing it's an art that we are mature because Paul says that we are to give thanks in all circumstances because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And this is God's way for us. And he knows it. And if we do it, then our lives will be changed. You know, for example, a baby is ungrateful. You can take a little baby when it it is just small. And they will always be crying, uh, yelling aloud. They will show us how self-centered they are. They want all the attention in the whole world. They want all the care. They want all the recognition. They just want to be the one that is number one. You know, a child has to be taught to be thankful. It just doesn't come naturally. But what comes naturally to them is just to be self-centered, to tell us that they need all the attention in the whole world, that all the world revolves around them. But to be thankful? No. It just doesn't come naturally to, to babies. So sometimes we have to almost force them to say thank you So we need to begin to think, uh, train our youth, our babies, to show appreciation. My time is running out. To show appreciation to the fellow brothers, fellow men, fellow women, uh, to elders. Begin to respect them, so that because they are the leaders of tomorrow, they need to understand all these things and let it grow. In them. We will not achieve anything when we don't give thanks. But when we realize how much God has done for us and how much He continues to do, we should be more than happy to give something back to Him. This comes through our time and also our financial giving. Not only to uh, Him, but also to Others we come across with. 
You remember God loves a cheerful giver. And thanksgiving is a mark of a growing Christian. A giving Christian and a glowing Christian. Hallelujah. So we need to give thanks for everything that the Lord has done for us and what he continues to do in our lives. In difficult times, in uh, times of, uh, <clears throat> of, of pleasure, times of joy, remember how Paul was in that jail, right? In the, in the book of Acts, time will not permit me because my time has run out completely. Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 34. Go through it in your spare time, please, and see how they were jailed, and yet they were giving thanks in that situation. And God delivered them. So God will deliver us. God has actually delivered us. We just need to appreciate him for what he has done and for what he will continue to do in our life. In the name of Jesus, on this Thanksgiving, I just say happy Thanksgiving to you, my dear brother, my dear sister. And uh, we know that it's a blessed day for you, and it's a day for you to enjoy. It's a day for you to appreciate God. It's a day to appreciate God with others as well. So we love you. Talk to you next time. God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.